Michael J. for Hope for the Warriors. Started back in 06 at Camp Lejeune. Military families witnessing the effects of war on their loved ones. Now, almost 20 years later, they've aided over 53,000 service members, veterans, and families with confidential, high-quality behavioral health care services at little or no cost. To post 9-11 vets and their families, over 91% of every dollar donated goes directly to the programs. If you're as concerned about our heroes as I am, go to hopeforthewarriors.org. Enjoy. Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Sarah, such a pleasure to have you on pleasure Film Companion. Mine. Thank uh, you, ma'am. You know, my earliest memory of you is a school play at Amani. Uh, <laughs> and I don't remember what year or what you were playing or what the play was called, but I remember you had these long monologues and you didn't falter for a minute. You were there. And I remember looking at you and saying, wow, she's good, man. Uh, and here you are, you know, a, a full-fledged actor. Really? I, know you've, I know you've always wanted to do this, but, but what is it about acting that excites you? Um, I think that it, the most exciting thing for me, and I'm saying this now having done two films, yeah. but I think the most exciting thing for me is that you forget who you are, you know, between action and cut, and you attempt, or at least try to attempt to do justice to somebody else's life, and somebody else's story, and somebody else's character. And that becomes you, you know. And by doing that, I think that this profession allows us to live so many different lives and so many different experiences that we wouldn't have on our own which is why we, you know, make films. We do things that are not necessarily real and not necessarily common. And I think that whether it's uh, Simba or whether it's Kedarnath, you know, acting has enabled me to feel and do things that I don't feel or do on a daily basis. So I think acting is like my way into this secret, maybe even more real life than we actually have. But you said that you're weird and your parents are weird. <laughs> but they, you've met them. You've met me. So then... <laughs> no, come on. You're not weird. What's weird about you? I'm not weird. No, yeah. Okay, okay. Now, you talk No, I mean, I'm just saying that, you know, we're not like uh, conventionally like normal people. We all like say weird stuff but and do weird stuff. Which actors are like normal people? And which Probably artists, not. Probably you know, not. I think, I think a part of you has to be sort of slightly, you know, Off. walking to the beat of a different drummer. No, yeah, that, 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 that definitely is true, mm. I feel. And I feel that we are, or, you know, I say it in a little bit of humor, but I, I, I definitely think that all of us are a little bit different mm. like that, you know, and we all function together in a funny way. Like, mom and myself, we have like the funniest dynamic back at home. Like, we, what do you mean? Like, about anything. We're just like arguing, laughing. You know, it's like a really funny house. You have to come and see. We, we had a parrot, which we've gotten rid of. The parrot would sit on her and like scream while there were meetings and all going on. We are a weird family. I promise you, this is not a lie. I won't Wait, humiliate my mom meeting. further. You're in a but, meeting and there's a parrot? Yes. Saying what? Many times over. 
I mean, I, I don't even know what to. Now we don't have the parrot anymore because my mom realized that it's extremely difficult to manage. So we gave the parrot away. And did it disrupt your career to have this parrot? I think maybe you know, like a couple of people said, we'll get back, and they never did. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But to put it really, it was really funny. That, that is we, really funny. Yeah, and we had we have this dog. That's uh, also very naughty, and he's also very disturbing because people come home and then he does things to them that I shouldn't talk about on your show. But it's like not cool at all. But and so, it's all normal. Yes, that's us normal. I know, and the reason I say this is because a friend of mine came home once and she was like, "Now I know why you're weird," because she'd met my mom for the first time and I think my mother had said something and my dog was doing his own thing and the parrot was going can and she's like, "It all makes." <laughs> Sense. So I have to tell you about your mom. I met her. Um, I think it was at a parent-teacher meeting, right? Uh, yes. So Ibrahim and my daughter were in the same class, yes. and and you know we started talking about where you were, and I think you had just gone to New York, and she said you were in New York, and I said, and you know I just turned around and said, oh in NYU because a lot of kids go to NYU, NYU. right? And she turned around and gave me this look, and she said, no, Columbia. <laughs> And I love that. I was like, there you go. The pride on yeah. her face when she said that you are in an Ivy League institution uh, and I, you know, need to be respectful of that was just fab. It was like, I completely felt her as a mom. But tell me, where and how does that education um, sort of help you to kind of navigate the complexities of the world you inhabit now? Ma'am, you know, I think that a lot of people, and it's almost natural if you want to become a doctor or a lawyer, that you need a degree to support that. But in my case, and especially since you said that, you know, you knew, you know that I've wanted to do this my whole life, my education was never a means to my career. Sure. You know, it was it was something that I feel allowed me to really be who I am today. So it was way more personal than professional. So I think that. Being an educated person, I think firstly it gives you confidence. Mm. Then it gives you a little bit of eloquence. It also teaches you how to live on your own. Yeah, that you must know, have which been, is very yeah. very important because I come from a house where my mum is so protective, and she's not a smotherer, but she is. She's a single mother, you know, and a very good one because she's never ever. I don't even know. How she's done it, but she's never ever let me feel like there's anything in this world that I could want and not have. Mm. And while that's an extremely romantic story between mom and myself, it can be a slightly uh, damaging story because in life that's not how things really work. Absolutely, you don't yeah. get everything that you want. Mm. And I don't think that there was any better way for me to learn that rather than going to a foreign country and being there for three years where nobody was there to give me everything that I wanted. And then living on your own, then learning how to be on your own—all these things, I think, play an extremely significant role in enabling me to, you know, navigate myself around the world that I currently inhabit. Because it's it's necessary, especially now more so today than ever before. You Absolutely. know, because this world that I am so eagerly waiting to get into and hoping to, you know, make my mark in. This world is a world where it is of extreme importance to have a sound understanding of who you are, because you can forget, you can be made to forget, and I think that that's what going to Colombia allowed me to do: understand who I am without 
any other adjective or any other epithet attached to me rather than just Sara, who she is. Because the adjectives and associations attached to me are all very powerful. Yeah. And will continue to be. Not just Amrita Singh and Saifali Khan. You know, now Abhishek Kapoor, Rohit Shetty, these are, everybody is powerful. So who are you? You need to know that. Yeah. Tell me, you also said that your parents sort of tried to inculcate in you um, a belief in external values. Yes. Did you mean by that, that um, make you believe that there are other sort of sources of validation other than Bollywood success? Other sources of happiness for sure. Validation, I don't know, I, 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 don't, I don't know how to answer that the most correctly. But I think that there are definitely more sources of happiness is something that they have both tried to show me because this can be a world where you can get quite engulfed. Yeah, it's a rabbit you know? hole, no? And you can, and the thing is that it's, it's one that you love. And if you love something and you're passionate about the same thing that you love and it can engulf you, then that can be dangerous if you don't know how to strike the balance, you know, which I think that, which I think they tried to kind of teach me and show me the mirror that, look, we're not going to dissuade you from doing this because I think they're both very happy that they're actors and they recognize that a part of who they are is because of their career mm. and especially mom because she's taken long breaks in the yeah. middle. But whether it's the love or the appreciation or the fact that she's just, a, you know, an amazing actor, all that still stands true for her. So she realizes this, this, that this industry is also a very warm place somewhere. But it's important to have your head on your shoulders and a home to go to and a life that can be just there, external to what's going on here. Yeah. Does, uh, does sort of your going on sets and of course doing all of this, um, does it inspire her to come out and act a little more? Maybe? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Not at all? Not at all. I don't think so. Mom is very uh, moody like that. Like when mom wants to work, she wants to work. She's uh, just finished doing a film, uh, so which I'm very excited for. It's called Badla and it's releasing in March. Uh, but... Um, so it depends on her, you know. Sometimes she is mood par hai. Mood par hai. Because aada dura kuch nahi karti hai. Agar karna hai to puri tarah karna hai. And she's the kind of person that she says that you know being a mother is a full time job. Yeah. So you know, and and she doesn't like then doing it half hearted. When she was in Scotland shooting for this film in June, I didn't see her for forty days. There would be days where she would just message me good morning, good night. That's it. And this is coming from somebody that's like usually calling quite often and all. So she does that. You know, and she's like, I will do what I'm doing fully when I'm doing it. Which is why I think she doesn't act as often. You know, Saif said that uh, in this profession, your compromises define you. Do you agree with that? What does that mean? That finally the way your career will be shaped up will be on the one film that you did compromise, that you perhaps mm. did because you thought it was going to be a hit. Um, I'm assuming those are the compromises an actor makes, where okay. you're not 100% convinced by the project, but you do it because it feels like it's saleable. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that? I mean, is you know, it also I also ask that question because with your career, you have two very, very, very different. different films, right? Yeah. And, and, and of course, Simba feels like a safer bet. Rohit and Ranveer will do the heavy lifting. Um, is that a strategic decision? You know, ma'am, I, I honestly feel that I don't think that 
I would compromise. I don't think that that's something that uh, I could do. Not because of any other reason, but because I'm very bad at doing things that I'm not convinced about. Which could be a strength, but could also be a disadvantage. Like to the point where I will not go into a history exam and write about Hitler if you don't answer my every question. It's not enough for me to just know a little bit about World War II. I want to know everything from 1933 to 1945 so that I can write this paper. And You're one of those. I'm one of those. And somewhere down the line, I think that that's part of the reason that I will not be able to compromise on my decision making because I don't have what it takes, whether you call that skill or expertise or what craft, anything. I don't have what it takes to be able to do something here with full conviction if I don't truly believe in it. So I don't think that a compromise could really happen for me. And as far as Kedarnath and Simba are concerned, like you said, they're both extremely different genres, but I'm not lying and I'm so glad that both these films have happened for me because I'm not lying when I say that I have always dreamt and aspired to be able to do all kinds of films. Mm -hmm. Which is not a fun answer, but it's the true answer. Because when people asked me that, you know, what kind of films do you see yourself being part of? There was never an answer. I can tell you that as a child, I've watched all of Karan Johar's films and I'm a huge Dharma fan. But does that mean that that's the only kind of cinema I want to be part of? Definitely not. You know, so I, I, I feel that I have been privileged enough to have the opportunity to do these two very different genres. And there's no way that I could say which is better than the other for me. So, are you choosing purely on instinct? Yes. There's nothing, there's no sort of uh, other advisor in place? Or... No, of course there are advisors. Uh, there are advisors and, you know, my parents especially, like I turn to them for things. But let's put it this way. I don't think that I can do something that I don't believe in. And if I really believe in something, I, it's, it's a little bit difficult to stop me. But somewhere in the middle of that, there is, of course, advice and conversation. But like, let's pretend that everybody said, don't do Kedarnath. Let's right. just assume I would have done it. Still? 100%. I couldn't hear that narration and not do it. I, I, I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. But that's lovely. I, I, I hope so. No, but you know, you, you have your conviction and, and that's honestly all an actor can go on, right? I, I feel so because I, I mean, I don't know enough, but I, I see the way things pan out and there is no bet yeah. ever. Nobody you knows anything. No, so why would you want to be in a place where you blame somebody else? Let it be a mistake, let it be your mistake so you can own it and learn it and go forward from there. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think that there's anything but instinct that one can rely on. And if you stop relying on your instinct, it'll stop to grow and then you're really doomed. Yeah. Because then what do you do? Then where do you go? That's damn scary. Tell me, what are the pressures of being an actor, especially a female actor, uh, in the age of social media? Uh, as much as you take, I think. Really? I think so. I think so. I mean, I wear a lot of white salwar kameezes constantly and I've been told by a lot of people that, you know, I shouldn't. But I really continue like who, to... Like who says like a lot of people, no. Stylists? No, no, not stylists, but people? people will say, you know, around you. Anybody, well-wishers, family, friends that, you know, Are yaar, thoda achha dekho, bahar ja rahe. Are nahi karna yaar, thak gai aaj. Rendo, kya farak padta hai? You know, and I'm like that. And I'm, I, I, I'm a little okay being like that, you know. I won't show up to an interview with Anupama Chopra, you know, just, you know, nighty because I'm, I'm appropriate and I'm decently okay with what to do well. But having said that, I'm not going to, you know, 
deck up every time I leave the house either because I'm also a normal person. And I'm also a slightly social person. So like, there are my friends that I like to have dinner with. I do like to go to the gym because I will be extremely large if I don't. And all this means that I do step out of the house and there is media. So that's okay. I think it's fine sometimes, you know. So it's genuinely sort of how much you take? I, I think so. You don't read comments and get Sometimes affected. if I'm bored, I'll read, but get affected, no. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. But I read sometimes, it's fun. You know, and then like, like, I, I, like just the other day, I, I wore this uh, cap uh, and some comments said she looks like a clown and all. I had a blast. I was like, that's so funny, clown. <laughs> maybe, you know, I could have maybe looked like a clown. Then some people say, you know, that's also really funny because it's true. Either I'm in hot shots or I'm in a salwar kameez. You know, so people say these things and it's just funny if you take it in a funny way because I mean, what does it matter? Yeah. But sir, you obviously come from a very secure space now. Do I? You must. Because for a lot of people, these comments would matter. And for a lot of, you know, especially people who are just coming into the limelight and all of it, it would be hard to navigate all of this. I mean, I know actors have told me that uh, they got off like Twitter because, uh, uh, you know, sometimes in between shots, they look at it and there would just be so much hate uh, that it impacted on the acting. And, and so they would just, they, you know, this, this one person I was talking to, he just got off it. Um, I, I, you're not on Twitter, right? No. No. So you're, you're very careful. I am careful. under a false uh, name, ah. but I'll come on Twitter soon enough. Hopefully. Are you stalking people? Of course. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm a normal person. Of course I'm stalking people. I have a fake Instagram also where I like things and all, you know. Because you can't be liking like random stuff, you know. Then people take screenshots of what you liked and all, you know, sometimes. And you don't always want people to know so what, what you like. So what do you like that you can't admit to liking? No, like, you know, just generally, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know, whatever. Like, things and all. Like, you know. Just say, matlab, jute like, kapde like that. Nee, jute kapde thori, you know. Then, like, some hot models and all. You know, oh, you might want to like anyone. Oh. You don't want everyone to know that you're liking and all. It's fine. Yeah, that would make news. No? Sarah liked a hot model. Yeah, yeah so then. Yeah, yeah. That would make news. So it's just like that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a fake name and then there's a real name. Yeah, there's a real name also. You know where I put, na? Kedarna, day one, Kedarna, day four. Please watch my film. But the Happy fun Raki one is that one. Really? Okay, so once we're done, you tell me what that fun account no. is. And I'll follow that. <laughs> please do. <laughs> but, but, but do you wonder, Sarah, about, about what is public and what is private? Do you struggle with that at all? What is public and what is private? I think that in our job... Uh, it's not very clear. It isn't, it, exactly. It's not very clear and that's something that I'm quite aware of. Uh, but I think again, it's up to you. Uh, it's it's what you're comfortable with. It's what with. you're comfortable with. I feel that, you know, like a, a lot of people recently, at, on Karan's show, I don't even know how it came up, but I mentioned that I have PCOD. And then like a lot of people like messaged me and my mom saying, we're so proud of you yeah. for talking about it. And I was like, wow, really? I, I, it, it literally just came out, you know, I was saying something and it, I was just like, you know, I was fat because I had PCOD, you know, right, I just said that. Right. And it was not like I it intended in that kind of a way, but I'm comfortable to speak about it. So it's okay. But if you're not comfortable speaking about something in your personal life, I think that's equally okay, you know. But that, 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 that's what it is. So I, I don't think that there's anything that's a definite rule. You know, you, if you're comfortable with speaking about something, you speak about it. If you're not comfortable, then you don't. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that we are 
public figures or you know about to at least become public figures so i think that no no you're very public <laughs> so i think that there is an element of um, understanding of that and somewhere down the line whether it's the media or its audiences or its people i have been given a lot of love yeah. and a lot of appreciation very very early without having necessarily earned it and if that is the predicament that i am in then i am not going to sit here and complain about the potential you know irritations of my predicament because it's also a very positive one and every coin has two sides absolutely so you know if you can make me feel good about myself then it's fine if you see me bloated outside the gym also that's my personal space and it's not necessarily something that i want seen yeah. but it's okay because It's fine. What, It's what you, you signed do? up for? Yeah, it is, and I say that yeah. that it is what you signed up for, and you don't get to cherry pick and choose. Yeah, you know this is what you, you signed up. You can't complain about it. I can't complain about it. I can't complain about it. Of course not. <laughs> Tell me though, there are some situations which just strike at least those of us who are a little outside. It's really bizarre, like you holding the Temu doll. <laughs> <laughs> I was just given the Temu doll. I just looked at him like. There's just something wrong with oh this. Oh my God! You don't. You don't. I can't. I, I. I shouldn't say it. But there's some really funny things that they've, I think, cut out from the show. But <laughs> Sarah, how do you process this? How do you make sense of it? I don't. And it's not important. No. I mean, it was so bizarre. What are you going to do? Like, you're there. You're there to promote your film. You're talking about your film. You're dancing. It's fun and games. And now. Everybody has their own concept of things, and they must have thought it's hilarious. So what am I going to say? It's not funny. Like it's fine. I'll go along with it. You've invited me. I've come. It's I'm having fun. You've given me coffee. It's all good. <laughs> what What can you say? No, I don't need a doll. I can't say anything. 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 This is true. Is it not? Yeah. Will it not happen? Yeah. Will three people not turn around and say Sara did not accept them or doll? Yeah. What does Let's it mean? Let's see why. Yeah. You know, pata karte hain. Swipe up to read more. You know, it will happen. So take it, man. What will happen? You know, I remember doing an interview with Karina just before Refugee, and it was amazing. She talked very sort of passionately about how she wanted to kind of be in the space of. Amadubala or a Nutanji or a, you know like like sort of the iconic women of Hindi cinema and I it was so startling at that time to hear somebody who hasn't even begun to talk not about let's say Amadri or a Sri Devi but to talk to go back to the fifties yes. and the sixties yes. um, that I still remember it yes. uh, you know um, so who are your role models who who are the sort of women who inspire you and who you want to emulate. See now you're not going to remember this years later because my answer is Sri Devi, <laughs> and now I lose because no, no, my answer no, is but, a little more predictable. Your, your generations down, no? For them it was uh -huh. just yeah, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so similar, no? Correct. It is similar. <laughs> it is similar. But, uh, no, I don't see. I, I, for I, you, it was her. Yeah, I've grown up watching a lot of her films. Mm. I can't say all, you know, because they're like four hundred. Yeah, yeah. Film, I think five hundred was. 500 the, yeah, yeah. It was. So, no, no, three hundred films. Mom, I think, was the three hundredth. Mama's at 300 something something like that yeah wow yeah but she'd been working since she was i think 4 yeah, yeah yes yes so i'm a die hard shri devi fan but i i think it would be even uh blasphemous for me to say i aspire to be like her because it's impossible i'll say it it's impossible to touch her mm -hmm. it's impossible to touch the vicinity in which she belonged and belongs you know um 
So, but she's definitely somebody that like one looks at for inspiration, you know. Like I, I, I remember when I was shooting one of my songs for Simba. I, uh, it was like a romantic song that we were shooting. And I was like stalking her. I was like, Mithe, Mithe, Geet, Mithe, Va. I was like on my playlist again and again. And then when we had to do a slightly like high energy number, I was like looking, looking, Hava, Hava, okay, chalo, ye bhi kar sakte, ye bhi kar sakte. You know, I'm like, I'm like, chalo, if you do 1% of this also, now one is home. Yeah. So she's, I can't say somebody that one aspires to be because that's impossible. But she's definitely like somebody that one can draw inspiration from continuously. Okay, last question and then you're going to give me your Khufia Instagram account. Uh, uh, what is the most important quality for an actor to have? Why don't you tell me and then I'll imbibe it and <laughs> ensure that I can be a good actor. No. You've spoken to more of them than I have. Please tell me the answer. You know, uh, listen, I can only speak as somebody who's heard it. Uh, um, but my sense of what I know would be like a sense of empathy. Yes. And understanding. I, I would agree. I would agree. I think that uh, it's very important uh, on sets to be able to be real between action and cut, you know. And I think that what allows you to do that is if you truly have a good understanding of yourself first. And I think empathy can only then be derived. Right. Because if you don't know yourself, if you don't know your emotional capabilities and capacities, then it's very difficult for you to empathize with somebody else. So I think while you're probably very right about empathy, I think that at least for me personally, the starting point for empathy is introspection and understanding yourself better, which is something that I've only started to do. I'm not superb with it. And I'm going to work much harder on that because that's something I need to do. Nice. Thank you. And all best. Thank you very, very, very much, ma'am. It was a blast talking to you. Thank you. Hello, guys. I'm Sara Ali Khan. And if you enjoyed this video, then please subscribe to Film Companion. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Oh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mm. Mmm, grilled onions and a butter bagel too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm, ba ba ba. I participate in McDonald's.